Build it and they will come. Yeah, not so much. Last time I checked, my name wasn't Noah. I didn't have an ark and my clients did not come in two by two. In fact, when I first started in business, my clients did not come in at all. I created the most incredible business. It was called the Startup Business Club. It was the most incredible idea. It was super affordable and I got zero clients. If you're looking to grow a wildly profitable travel business that brings you joy, you'll need a consistent stream of new clients because living client to client is like living paycheck to paycheck. I'm your host, Sandra McLemore, wife, mother, travel TV host, and very successful business owner. But my story didn't start out that way. You see, I had just quit my job in corporate America with no backup plan and no new job. I thought that an entrepreneur was a rich person with a new idea, and I certainly wasn't rich. Little did I know, I was about to take $40 out of my pocket, plant it with some coffee and confidence, and grow it into a seven-figure business. In this podcast, I'll share with you every single problem and solution that has crossed my desk. You'll learn tactics and strategies that you can implement into your business today. I'm about to help you start and scale the travel business of your dreams. Welcome to the Travel Marketing and Media Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk all about this thing, this mindset, this feeling, this confidence that we have that when we have a great business idea and we're excited and passionate about it and we tell people about it and they're excited for us, that just by putting in the work and getting a great website and putting a website up, that our clients will come in two by two. If you have ever started a business or helped somebody start a business and launched it to what my dear friend Amy Porterfield calls as crickets, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. You see, I had a business back maybe six years ago and it was very short-lived. I stuck it out for a good six to 12 months. I can't remember exactly. It just didn't work. And what's so funny is that it's very similar to what I do now, but I did it the wrong way. You see, I thought that if I built a beautiful website, if I had a solid idea, if I had really cute branding and great intention, that all of those things would be the perfect formula for having a profitable business. But when the website was done and up, when the branding was cute and all put together, when my pricing was set and I created my first products, and oh my goodness, did I spend a lot of time creating content. I went to launch it and I got no sales. I'm talking, I couldn't even subscribe one person. So what was I selling? I put together a series of online classes showing people how to start up a business. And it was called the Startup Business Club. Each class was $10 and there were uh, 26 altogether. So it was $260, but you could pay weekly at $10 a week. Now, of course, I was not so smart and I hadn't done my numbers ever. No numbers. This was, this, this, <laughs> this business was truly driven by passion and intent and excitement. And my, at the time, fiance, I think Anthony was back then was cheering me on like it was the best idea in the world. Like he had no idea the holes that were in it because that's just not his background. 
all he did was he just believed in me. I could tell him the sky is green and I'm going to sell it. And he would say, yeah, you do that. You got it. So he was there cheering me on. We had a roommate at the time because we were all so poor (laughs) and we're trying to save money for our own place and for a wedding. And even our roommate, our good friend, Eric was saying, oh, wow, I think that's amazing. I think that could help thousands of people. And I was like, yeah, tens of thousands. And the boys were egging me on hundreds of thousands. But I didn't have a plan to get it out there. And I thought that by making a price centric, that just $10 a week, that I could get a lot of people to buy it. Now, what's interesting is that the quality of the content that I was trying to sell for $10 back then is just as good as, truly just as good as, the quality of my courses now that I literally sell to thousands of people, but instead for thousands of dollars. So I have a course that's $3,000 and can sell it so easily because I have exactly the right audience in front of me. And it actually is proven to work. And it actually has loads of success stories and stories of transformation from it. So why couldn't I sell a dang class at $10? Like what was wrong that my $10 product couldn't make it? Because I truly thought if I can get it at a price where everybody can afford it, I can go for volume in sales. So why am I telling you all this? Because I think it's really fascinating to know that the same Sandra McLemore, well, I was Sandra Cottom back then, that Sandra Cottom and Sandra McLemore, the same people, had the same intent, the same passion, the same fuel to want to help people to start businesses, the same skill, but one of them had a marketing plan and the other one didn't. One of them understood that I needed to have an email list and an audience that I could contact at any time, not social media, because that's no guarantee. I put a post out there and Facebook and Instagram both confirm only 4 to 10% of my followers are going to see it. So I'm talking an email list. Sandra Cottom, she didn't know that she needed to have an email list because she didn't know that she should be putting out weekly content for free, a podcast episode just like this a written article on her website. She didn't know that she needed to be consistently giving free training and free content to show her authority and her expertise. And that only when she had a reasonable size email list, maybe 100 people on it, should she then launch something to people who knew her and trusted her and saw her as an expert. Sandra McLemore? Oh, she's way smarter because of the lessons that Sandra Cottom told her. So Sandra McLemore grew an email list of 1,600 travel advisors before ever selling a course. Sandra McLemore shows up every week and does either a live video or puts out an article or puts out a podcast. Sandra McLemore has a huge following of tens of thousands of people who are the exact kind of person that she wants to help. And they believe in her. And they trust her and they see how good she is. So the tale of two Sandras, Sandra Cottom, equally smart as Sandra McLemore, has an equally good product, but failed to understand the value of niching, not trying to sell that $10 startup business club stuff to everybody, failed to understand the concept of having an ideal client, failed to market in a way that wasn't price-centric 
and failed to get clients. Then Sandra McLemore, who understood the power of niching, the power of having an ideal client, the power of having an engaged email list that she could contact every week and share something new and free that would help to build authority and credibility, well, she went on to have a multi-million dollar business. But isn't it funny? The two Sandras had the same skill and the same product. So I want to ask you, and I want you to ask yourself, which Sandra are you? Are you Sandra Cottom or are you Sandra McLemore? Because the difference in how your business will turn out, the number at the end of the year that you'll put down on those tax forms as your income, the bank balance that you carry, the choices that you're able to make, you know, that expression, money doesn't buy you happiness. I'm sure every auntie, uncle, and grandparent of mine, and even my parents brought me up to understand that because we had no money. (laughs) And I remember thinking to myself, yeah, rich people are miserable. Money doesn't buy you happiness. I don't believe that. As a grown woman, money does buy you happiness. Money buys you options and options make you happy. Money buys you the option of being able to choose the best education, the best health insurance, the best experiences to put you in the best situations to set you up for the best success. Money buys you options to help others. Money buys you options to give back. So it's just so interesting, the tale of the two Sandras. And I really wanted to share that with you today because I want to ask you, which Sandra are you? Are you Sandra Cottom or are you Sandra McLemore? And if you are Sandra Cottom, there's only a few things that you need to do. It starts with a mindset shift. And that is the mindset that I am able to do this. I truly do have the capacity to have a wildly profitable travel business. I truly can do this. I just haven't learned what I don't know yet. And if you are Sandra Cottom, it means that you understand now I have to have a high converting marketing funnel. And what does that mean exactly? I have to have a way to turn strangers into people who know about me, into email subscribers. And then I have to put regular, consistent, good content out there every week. It might be a podcast episode. It might be a live video, a pre-recorded video. It might be an article. And I've got to email a link out to that content every single week. Then as I build my fan base, as I build my following, as I build this community, they will come in two by two, 10 by 10, hundreds at a time into your arc, into your business. If you are Sandra McLemore and you already know this because maybe you learned this before you met me, maybe you learned this in my community over the past five years, or maybe it's just recently something that you took a training by me or by somebody else and you're like, okay, now I get it. I got to have me an engaged email list full of my ideal client, the kind of person that wants to travel doing the things that I want to sell, the kind of person that I would love to work with. Well, you, my friend, you're already ahead. You're already ahead in the game. You now need to sit down and ask yourself, what do I need to do to increase and expand my reach? How do I find more strangers that I can turn into email subscribers? How do I continuously improve 
that content that I put out there every week so that I can show expertise and authority so that when people are ready to book travel, that I am top of mind and top of speed dial. I hope today that you have enjoyed the story, the tale of two Sandras. And I hope that you can see which Sandra you are right now and what your next step is. And if you're not sure where you fit, I have good news for you. Head on over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash quiz and you will find there a quiz on what you should be focused on right now in your travel business. It will tell you exactly where you need to be. It will tell you if you are a Sandra Cottom, if you are a Sandra McLemore. Look, it's going to give it to you in different words. It's going to tell you one of three answers, but it will also give you a checklist of what you should be focused on. And it will point you in the direction of some free tools and free advice that you can start working with videos and check sheets and worksheets and all that kind of good stuff so that you can move from being a Sandra Cottom to a Sandra McLemore. And of course, let me just be super clear. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to have your own arc where your clients come in, not two by two, not 10 by 10, but in a consistent stream. I want you to have a consistent stream of new clients for your travel business. All you got to do right now is figure out where you're at, take the quiz, and it will point you in the right direction of where you got to get to. I'll see you in the next episode. I have something really cool for you. Bye for now. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you'd like to hear more, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash podcast to get notified about new episodes and also listen to any that you may have missed. And if you'd like to ask a question about this episode, you can send it there for me to answer on a live Q&A. We'll see you in the next episode.